0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes... Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you.
1: Coach, welcome. How are you? Doing great. I always want to come in excited, and that makes me think I need to go hide, like somebody's out to get me. That music <laughs> but, you know, that's what happens when you watch mafia stuff.
2: Well, I mean, if you got one of your guys looking out for you, you'd be fine. So, um, all right, let's talk defense. We always talk offense with you. Let's talk defense. Arkansas has got some personnel issues how much of their issues are scheme in your in your opinion
1: uh I, I really you know i i've been i've been a spokesperson for Barry Odom for the whole season saturday not so much i mean you know we did the rush 3 a lot didn't put any pressure didn't blitz and every you know everybody in the stand, if everybody in the stands can see something's wrong a lot of times or something is but it wasn't working and uh, you knew Mike Leach was gonna have a problem. With that. I said last week on the show that if we drop th- if we rush three and drop eight, they're gonna run the football and they're gonna throw it to the backs out of the backfield and they're gonna make some yards. And they, the first freaking quarter, they mm. just rammed ran the ball down our throat. And then you know, I, I really thought coming out at halftime after they had all day to throw, Will Rogers, that, that we're gonna do something different. You know, if you're gonna die. Die trying something different. Don't just keep doing the same thing. And and I was really disappointed that we didn't. They had to know. I mean, you got to have a, a you got to have an A plan, and you got to have a B plan, and you got to have a C plan when you go into the game on both sides of the ball. And I thought we had an A plan, and it didn't work. And a plan. plan. Yeah, we, we didn't have a B plan. You know, A plan. Plan B, so to speak. So, yeah.
2: um. Okay, let's talk about Malik a little bit. You know, there was some discussion about what his role would be. Obviously, he decided to go to Fortin. Then they say this week, okay, scrap the the wide receiver thing that we worked on all through camp and you know the first half of the season. Now he's going to be training to be QB2 and try to push KJ, I guess, maybe for QB1. That was a reference I saw from one of the players. I don't know if I buy that. Anyway, can he be a, um, a starting quarterback in the SEC, and what did you like or not like about what you saw last week?
1: Yeah, I, I, one thing, the only th- the thing that alerts me is when they say they're scrapping the receiver thing they <laughs> tried. That means you're reaching. If you did something all camp – You know,
2: it's okay. Look what they're doing at defensive back. They are reaching right now. They are reaching.
1: I know. And now they're reaching a little bit on offense. And they hadn't had to think about offense much because they've been fairly good on offense. But, you know, number one, I I took up for Pittman and Bryles uh, for the last two weeks when they were talking about Hornsby and making him the starting quarterback or should he start over. The other guy, this you know, against Mississippi State or whatever, you know, we can all sit there and go, we shouldn't. You can look and you can just see that he's better. But they, I I mean, we know they want to win, right? I mean, Brawls makes a million dollars and Pittman makes like five. They want to keep their job and win games. So they've got no reason except for to watch practice to decide. They get to see practice and we don't. And I've got to believe that they're right about starting who they started Saturday. Now, maybe he's a practicer, and by the people I was talking to, he looked really good in practice, mm-hmm. head and shoulders above above Malik. And then you put Malik in, and really, did he do anything in the passing game consistently that we're like, oh, what a great quarterback? No, he was able to run the ball. Okay, Well, you could take a lot of guys and throw them back there and run the ball, but to be an SEC quarterback now against the defenses you face, you've got to be able to throw the football. And that's the way the game's centered. That's the way the rules have been made. They don't let you hit you too hard over the middle anymore. And you can't hit them if they're defenseless and all this. It's made to be a passing football game. And uh, if you can't do that, it's going to be a struggle. If you can't throw it down the field a little bit, I don't mean 40 yards, but if you can't throw it down the field a little bit, it's going to be a struggle. I don't think Malik demonstrated that he could consistently do that. We looked. Some of his passes were on target. Missed one in the end zone way over the guy's head. Yeah. And, and you can go, well, yeah, but half of them are good. 50% is not bad. Now, 50% accuracy is bad. 50% completion you can almost get away with if you've got an Alabama defense. But you don't know when that 50% accurate is going to happen. If it's on first down and he's accurate, but on third down he's not, that's never going to do you any good. So I, I'm I, I'm just not ready to say, you know, maybe he develops. I don't think he's a finished product by any stretch. Maybe he could develop in an SEC quarterback right now. I mean, K.J. Jefferson's the best we've got. I hope we don't even experiment with a package of, of Malik. I just I just hope that's not where we go yet. But I think there's a spot for him, but I don't think that's the spot.
0: What's the spot for him?
1: I think maybe put him some – you know, go back to you were working at receiver. Let's work him at receiver. Let's put him in at receiver. It's not like any of our receivers are lighting it up, right? His ability to get in and out of his breaks has got to be unbelievable because of his quickness, his lateral movement, his ability to stop and start – you know, I'd like to see him, and it's not what they are, but I'd like to see him put him in the slot and use them a little Cooper cuppish. You know, let him have option routes where you run at the defender. If he's cheating inside, you're going out. If he's cheating outside, you're going in. If he's cheating press, you run right past him and break it in for an easy pass over the middle. And I think he could do that, and I'm not sure that I've seen anybody that could cover him based on what I've seen in his movements. Now, maybe he can't catch the ball down the field. I haven't got to see mm-hmm. that either. Mm-hmm. But I think there are spots for him other than other than quarterback and other than the three plays a game we're going to hand him two reverses.
2: How about the match with BYU this week? How do you feel like Arkansas stacks up? They're going in as the favorite.
1: Yeah, you know, and the line flipped. It was it was BYU came out as three-point favorites, I think, or something like that. I don't know what's going on. To me, that's an injury. Did y'all see a
2: reason at Twitch? Yeah, there was there was a lot of question marks about the BYU quarterback's shoulder. He said that my shoulder's fine, but then he admitted he's banged up. Coaches said he's banged up. They've got another couple guys that are, that are injured on offense or not 100%, may or may not play. So there's some question marks there, and I think people are overreacting maybe a
0: little bit on the line. And also yeah. Pittman came out Monday when the line flipped and said, KJ's back. KJ's practicing. KJ's fine. So I wonder if that may, had a little bit, that, that could have had something to do Initial it line was they don't they weren't sure about KJ. Then they found out KJ was there. Bam. Just...
1: Let's assume everybody's healthy.
0: How I, like I dug matchup? around
1: last night trying to find both trying to find something on BYU that was legit and I, and I couldn't find anything. But assuming they're both healthy, it, it's it's going to be real interesting. I don't think BYU throws it. I've watched them? I've watched two full games there. I don't I don't think they throw it super well. I mean they can throw it a little bit. But, you know, anybody can throw it a little bit scares us right now, right? For our fans, are yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I saw him complete a pass. <laughs> They'll complete 100 on us. You know, I mean, that's what everybody's thinking right now. I don't think they throw it really well. I don't think they run it really well. But I think they do both things above average. Um, their defensive line is, I, I think, they're really good. And I'm not saying that because I've got a kid that played for me over there. Caden Hawes played over there. But their defensive line is rock solid. They're not going to get after the passer. Uh, I just think they're a solid team, secondary wise, solid run and throw, and solid linebackers and all that. Arkansas, I think, is better than them. Our offensive line's really good, but their defensive line, in my opinion, is really good. That's going to be an interesting, a really, really mm-hmm. good matchup to see who who can win that battle, and and that's always part of it. But but I think that's the strength of both teams. I don't think. That uh, our D, our secondary is good enough to stop them, so I'm thinking it's going to be a high scoring game. I think they are going to be able to throw it enough to make us drop and then run it on us. And I think that the same by the same token, I think we're going to be able to move the ball on them, up and down. I think it's going to be a really really tight game. I'm worried. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that I, I think the tackling's bad, like everybody does. I didn't realize that there's really a national statistics based thing that keeps up with miss tackles in college football I know they do in the NFL and we're really bad we're like second from last in a lot of the categories and uh if that doesn't shore up we're in trouble but I don't know that BYU has the athletes to make you miss as much as the ones Mm -hmm. we've seen so uh I'm not as worried about it I do think both teams move it up and down the field and score some Arkansas better get red better in the red zone yeah. You know, we can move it up and down the field. You all have noted that. 50-yard line, we start slowing down a little bit. Red zone, we slow down a lot a bit. And, uh, uh, you know, but you, as many yards as we've got, it should be more points. I mean, yards equates to points. There's something in the, in the analytics world called uh, points per yard, and Arkansas is not very good in that. That just means – Everybody's playing Like Mississippi State, everybody's like, well, we moved the ball really well against them. We did because they got an early lead, and they started dropping and letting us move down. But we get in the red zone, there's nowhere to drop to, and our real offense doesn't work. So I hope Arkansas is spending some time in practice, red zone, red zone, red zone, red zone, red zone. Most of the time, I've been to college and NFL practices all over the world, all over the country, and they just don't get out of their norm. It's like, nope, we're spending 20 minutes on the red zone today, and that's what we're doing. And Well, God, we're, we do need to work on the red zone. We're going to spend 25. We need to spend like an hour, you know, of the practice on there. I hope that they, they, they look and go, here's what we need to work on. Let's fix it, and let's hope the other stuff stays. Most coaches don't. They want to work on everything every day because they're afraid some other, you know, crack will will open up and, and the dam will bust in that way. But I know this. The dam is busting in the red zone. I said it's busting in the secondary. We need to spend more time on that. Do we do anything else?
2: Full uh, transparency, I think I like the under. I told Wes earlier. I think really? both teams are going to try to run the ball. Uh, I don't think their quarterback feels good. And I don't know if his shoulders hurt or not, but you saw what they did at Notre Dame. And I'm not saying that Notre Dame's off. Our defense is the same as Arkansas's, but it was a 27-20 game. The majority of their games have been under 65 points. Well under.
1: You know what makes a quarterback shoulder feel really good?
2: Arkansas's defensive backs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I understand. <laughs> I get it. I mean, but but my thing is you got to learn something from last week, right? Like you got to turn some dudes loose especially if you know a quarterback doesn't feel great, don't you?
1: How do you not learn something from the first half? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
2: I mean, I mean I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean you you know, we
1: could sit there and say it's easy. Now, and I'm not saying it's easy for a coach to do that. You go with what you believe and sometimes you stay on that ship until it's at the bottom of the ocean. And you're hoping we don't do that, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I think sometimes you are who you th- you are, and that's who you're, you're going to live and die with it. And just and and we don't know it all either on the inside. Maybe they're watching practice and goes like, well, maybe they tried to take a look at that and go, God, we just can't do that well either, you know. And they think the offense is going to come to life in the red zone and, and be able to outscore. Who knows what what the coaches are really thinking? But but in the end, I I think you're wrong. I think it's going to be a thirty-eight thirty-five type game. And I and I don't think there's gonna be uh I, I think each team will break a couple of plays, maybe that weren't that didn't weren't expected to be broken. Mm-hmm. I just think both defenses are capable of giving up a big play here or there. Watch watch BYU and Oregon and you're like, mm-hmm. Okay, I see some that, that they were just broken coverages too. So I think they've got that possibility and we know we've got the possibility to give up an easy one when they threw a five yard pass and it turned into ninety. I
2: think Oregon's pretty good too though.
1: Yeah, they are pretty good, but I don't I'm think saying, Arkansas
2: is going to score forty-one on them. No, but they
0: get that speed, SEC-type speed that do, maybe Arkansas can exploit.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. They do have that, and and and. But they they had some. I mean, there were just some plays where a guy ran a post, and both safeties just watched him, and I'm like. Ooh, that looks a little familiar, you know. <laughs> I don't mean you know. I'm not trying to be horribly yeah. bad, but you I mean it, it. just does. It's like one of them thought the other one was going to do it, or his eyes were somewhere else. And when well, you're moving and, a lot of guys around on the back end,
2: so there's definitely validity to that. There's no question. So yeah, it's, and it's and that's,
1: that's a big part of it. You know, the hard part is I, I think the move to put Hudson Clark at safety was a good move. Yeah, I don't think he's a corner. Right, I think he's a better safety. And I think I saw, but he's still learning how to play the position. Yeah, I saw some reaction. But when you do, when you change one position, what are you really doing? You lost two starters. Yeah, you got a new starter there. In, new starter Mm -hmm. you know that's why guys that on the offensive line they'll be like golly our left tackles down now we're going to move our left guard to left tackle and put a guy in the guard you're really now instead of being down one starter you're down two because you got a brand new guy at left tackle even though he started he's not started there and I think Hudson Clark should be a little better each game and uh you you know it just depends on how how much BYU tries to exploit the secondary because if they want to I think they can I think we've shown they've shown that.
2: BYU is 100th in the country in run defense. So I do think Arkansas will be able to run it on them a little bit. And heck, Notre Dame ran it for pretty good numbers last week. So I think they're over five yards of carry maybe even.
1: Yeah, but I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be big runs. I don't think it's gonna be enough to slow the clock down and, and okay all that kind of stuff.
2: Gotcha. All right, let's talk about the game of the week. Tennessee, Alabama. Um what do you think here?
1: It's easy. If Bryce Young plays they roll Tennessee up. Tennessee's defense is terrible. They are And if if Bryce Young plays, it's all over with. Tennessee has no chance. What if If Bryce Young
2: doesn't play? Okay, can they still win? I don't think so. Okay,
1: Hmm. is that clear cut? Their quarterback, Bama's quarterback, is not ready yet. I mean, maybe he will be. I mean, look at Jalen Hurts when he was, you know, at one point before he went to Oklahoma, he wasn't that good. Tua came in and saved the national championship game. He looked awful in the first half. He wasn't his finished product yet. Uh, I don't think that Bama quarterback is the finished product yet. And from what they saw against Arkansas and from what they saw last week, they don't think they can line up and throw it on Tennessee with that guy. And now you're getting into a game where, you know, when you want to run the ball and grind it out on Tennessee, you might be able to do it. But all it takes is one holding call, and that drives over yeah. with. With Bryce Young, you can overcome that. Tennessee can score quick and often in three different ways. And so I, I just think if Bryce Young plays, it's a, it's an easy, easy 21-point win. And if not, I think they lose by seven.
0: Saban just uh, on the teleconference said Bryce is uh, they're slowly moving him. And he's looking better. He's progressing, but no decision will be made he's until there. later in the week. He won't
2: give us anything. Let me throw it at you this way. Uh, Tennessee's offense is all we talk about, right? 550 yards a game almost. Well, Alabama, and Arkansas certainly helped them here, is seventh in the country in total offense at over 500 yards a game. They're doing pretty well. Scoring offense, 44 points a game for Alabama, two points more for Tennessee. Now, defensively, completely different to Coach's point. Alabama's sixth in the country defensively. Tennessee is 87th in total defense, and in scoring defense, it's sixth and 22nd. So Tennessee is doing a much better job maybe – Red zone defense, I don't know, but they're doing a better job of keeping teams from scoring. But they're giving up a ton of yards.
1: And and, in Tennessee's a little bit defense, I do think their defense isn't very good. But in their defense, they play a faster paced football, and the other team, I'll bet if you look, I bet Tennessee's defense has to face probably two more possessions a game.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Than Alabama does. Okay, that's probably true. That's a good point. Uh any game you love in the SEC this weekend that you feel really strongly about?
1: No, uh, the the Bama one's the one I feel the strongest about. If it, it's a simple case of can Auburn
2: of, make it interesting with Ole Miss?
1: No, gosh no.
2: Okay, well, you feel pretty good about that one? Yeah, huh? I mean I mean
1: <laughs> I don't really trust Ole Miss yet cuz uh, you with know you. I don't know about the quarterback. They covered they, for me last week. Re- they did cover
2: for if, you. If only barely.
1: I mean,
0: they're playing Vandy. He said, he said he regretted scoring late. He Does should, he? Yeah, he said he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> he he realizes that now. Did oh. you
1: see on, on Bad Beats, he was acting like he didn't know what was going on. He's just looking, and they scored, and he's like, shook his head. Look, you
0: know? they
2: scored and got a two-point conversion in a game that was over, so screw Vanderbilt. That's what you get, suckers. Good for you, old Miss. I'm glad you went down and scored again. I'm glad again.
1: they did, too. I mean, I mean you know, I, now I'm not coaching. I can say it. If you don't want to get scored on, oh, freaking get better. Right. You know. Now nobody Vanderbilt wants better. Nobody wants to go out and embarrass anybody. And I don't think that's what Ole Miss was that doing. It wasn't embarrassing anyway. No, that the game wasn't was not emba- that bad. That wasn't bad. No. But but you put your guys in. You you don't you expect them to try as hard as they can. They weren't throwing bombs on them. Now could they have slowed down there at the end? Yeah, but run your freaking offense.
2: It's an 11 a.m. kick. Look out.
1: I mean, oh, he's, uh, it, he's already uh,
2: complained about the uh, the atmosphere there, and the line's pretty significant. I don't know. I just I watched Auburn against LSU, and I think Auburn's not good. I really thought they were going to quit on Harson. They just doesn't look like they have to me. They're not good. I, they haven't
1: but, quit, but they're certainly not trying to keep his job. Well, they're not very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean how bad
2: could it get at Georgia this week?
1: They're in what? What do Catholics call it? Purgatory. Mm-hmm. I think they are. in That team's in purgatory.
2: What? How bad can it get with Georgia Vanderbilt this week? <laughs>
1: as bad as Georgia wants it to be. Well, they, Georgia played a couple of games there that were. You know Kent State and, and, and Missouri yeah. and Missouri and you're, they're like, oh man! And They had another one that wasn't that bad either, and you thought they were going to be dominant. And, Last week
2: they came back and smoked.
1: Yeah, and I and I think Vanderbilt. You know they beat the tar out of Hawaii, but it looks like us three could give Hawaii a game just if we played them. But they were on a high. They were wanting to believe in their new coach. He was literally the one. Remember in the off season that taking shortcuts that we're going to be a contending national championship contending the program. Everybody's like. Dude, you're at Vandy. I mean, I think I heard you say Yeah, dude, dude, I you're called Vandy. him Vandy.
2: Yeah. And he, he and he read it just like a guy who has to say that because he gets paid a lot of money to coach them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're giving him a script. But in his heart, he knows, well, we're never going to contend for an SEC title.
1: You know, maybe he doesn't. Maybe the guy's an eternal optimist. But but his junk, his guy well, maybe one of the two. His guys, though, on Vanderbilt's team, I think last week was finally the nail that goes, dang, we're not very good. And they walk into Georgia, and the first sign of, of trouble, I think they fold it up. And I think Georgia, this might be one of those 50-3 to three
2: games. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: I really, really do.
2: All right. Uh, what about uh, Mississippi State going to Kentucky? It, and I haven't seen anything on Levis. But I if, just looked
0: it up because I was about to yeah, ask him he, about that. What's the deal there? Will Levis is still day-to-day as Kentucky okay. starts prep I don't think he's going to play.
2: From what I I read some other stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to play. And the thing is, if he doesn't, we saw last week what that looks like. They're awful. Offensively, yeah, they're not. Everything's predicated on the this. This is a team that is tough. Coach Stoops has done a great job building toughness at Kentucky, but they're predicated on the pass. If they were running it down people's throats and playing, you know, bully ball, it'd be fine. But that's not what they're about. Without that quarterback, they're they're below average. You know, and I, and I'm
1: proud of them because you have to have a quarterback to really truly contend. I mean, Nick Saban changed the way he was playing the game because he realized. Wait a minute, we can't do this anymore. We'll run the ball and play defense and win. And if he's changing, I think he's probably the best coach out there. And uh, and kudos to Kentucky for doing it, too. But I think Mississippi walks in there and just puts a bull stomp on them.
2: we got Michael Felder on the other side. Coach is going to stick with us, I hope. Do you have a good feel on the LSU-Florida game? I want to pick LSU really LSU bad. LSU who? Is going to win. You think so? Yeah, I think they're going to win.
1: You do? Even at Florida. Florida, I, I just don't think they're the, – They fooled me a couple times. When they beat Utah at the beginning of the year, I thought, oh, Florida, they look good. Napier, because I think he's a winner. But it takes a little bit of time to get your culture and your way of thinking and get it all, and they just have it look good. They get a, I, I think the Tennessee game hurt them. It was a bad call that screwed them in the Tennessee game. I don't know people don't remember it, but it was a bad call that screwed them down the goal line when they had them stopped, and, and the refs gave Tennessee a first down. And, and it kind of went downhill after that. I think Brian Kelly's a good football coach. I don't think he's a likable football coach, but neither was I most of the time. But I think he's a good football coach. I think he can take this team. LSU's good talent-wise. And if anybody can go in, I I think they're probably a team that because they know they have talent and because I think they do believe in Brian Kelly, I think they can go in and beat a Florida team that's still trying to figure itself out. That quarterback is not – I was wrong about him. He's not nearly as good as I am. And I think Florida's figuring that out too in Napier, and now they're not sure what their identity really is. I think that's a great
2: point. Mm -hmm. And I want to pick LSU really badly this week. I do too. I am picking them. Okay. I think I am probably not too. I think
0: it's two bad teams. I wouldn't touch either one of them. You don't have to. I don't like either quarterback. I just –
1: I'm not a fan of either quarterback. I I, I think Kelly is smart enough to know how to use his better.